What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Fatherhood Collective, episode number 26. As always, with me is Anthony and Lucas, and my name is Adam. On today's episode, we're going to dive a little into Anthony's food world. It's kind of a new segment I think we're going to hit here and there throughout the year. This is our first go at it. And then we're going to talk about new opportunities as adults and how important that is in our lives to stretch us and to kind of show our kids what it means to go after something. We're really thankful that you've joined us. We hope you gained something from the conversation. Let's go. What's up, boys? Living the dream. All right. Living the dream. (laughs) Another day, another dollar. Another day, another dollar. Another day in paradise. Yeah. Still January, right? Yeah, it is. Still January. Mm We're getting into the, like, I'm fine with, I want Christmas to be colder. It makes sense, right? Yeah. We already talked about this. Like, January. Makes it more fun, right? Yeah. I like to duck Special. hunt. So I want some cold duck hunting. Yeah. We get to January 15th. I'm pretty much okay with it. Or at least the end of January. I'm pretty much okay if we just turn the heat back up. Oh, me too. I'm done. Mm. Let's hit the summer. Doesn't really get cold till then around here anymore. No, February's the worst month. Yeah, it is. It didn't used to be. Like when I was a kid, I felt like it got, it snowed in December, Mm. I felt like, and got pretty chilly. And got warmer. Now it's cold in March. I know. I think all old people say this, though. I I think they do. It's it's switching. Back in the day. When I was a kid. Yeah. I do remember having, I actually had a sled when I was a kid and used it every year. Where kids these days don't even have sleds. Texas, we didn't have sleds. (laughs) Nobody does here either. We have water skis. Yeah, if you live in like you Wait, know Kansas, boy. right? Kansas still gets enough snow where you can own a sled. Oklahoma, yeah. not at least Tulsa, Oklahoma City. You don't get enough snow no, to be buy a sled. I think there might be some wintery mix this weekend. They yeah. say oh, they sudden, say they yeah. say that all the time. That's hype, man. That's that's uh, well, Oklahoma half, weatherman yeah. hype. You get a half inch of snow down here; yeah. it's all like shut down. Like, I think the weathermen and the grocery stores are connected in yeah. the winter time. That's like fair. they're like, hey, you throw in some winter precip possibility we'll throw you some dollars yeah that makes sense yeah you know? get a run milk on the and store. bread yeah run on the store milk and bread toilet paper <laughs> i've never yeah. went to the store and bought milk and bread only me neither no. milk yeah. and bread i never no, no no one does that no no, no. gotta get some eggs too yeah, look at that guy getting a loaf of bread and a gallon of milk that's all he's getting yeah. must be a snowstorm why, yeah why, why, like why'd you get a cart i don't know or as we say a buggy that's a cart yeah yeah i, I think you. that was invented in oklahoma but that's a Another day. So is Mickey Mantle. Mm-hmm. Like an Amish buddy. I got us some That's stories about buggy. Mickey Mantle. My Little League coach played with Mickey Mantle back in the Kansas Wiz Kids. Dang. Yeah. That's cool. How old are you? Yeah. I thought you weren't that old. Hmm? I think yeah. Mickey Mantle died young. He died in 1995. <laughs> little boozy. Did he? Mm-hmm. I thought he died before then. I thought he had liver problems. No, right? 95. Mm-hmm. He drank like a fish. Yeah, like a yeah. fish. Yeah. Still, if he would have took care of his body, he'd be like not that I watched Otani. him. I didn't watch him live. Yeah, we didn't see him live, but yeah. Anywho, all right, boys. Yeah. Well, episode number twenty six of the Fatherhood Collective. That's right. New it's name. Good name. Mm-hmm. Good name. I like good it. Name. Yeah, it's got a good a ring more to it. Intentional about things. So yeah. Um. Hopefully, it sets us apart in the right way. Uh. But that will be determined. So we're doing things a little different. We're not going to have a top three every episode, and we're going to kind of shake it up a bit. And this week, our segment is Anthony's Food Corner. Mm. I don't know. We need to play on words. It's a little better than, than that, but we'll figure it out as we go. So Anthony is a foodie, as we all have heard him talk about. food. 
I'm going to convince you why you should raise your kids to be foodies. Uh, yeah. And then for, for them to not want to go back to Texas Roadhouse. I mean, my kids don't anyway, but I, I think there's probably like, that's okay, except I don't want pickiness. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Well, because on no, occasion, they're going to have to eat like, I don't know, on like a road trip, they're going to have to eat something that's not. Well, they're kids though. They, I mean, if it's like Takis or junk, you know, <laughs> they still love it, right? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. They still yeah. love it. But, no, that's fair. You know, it's, it's kind of fun. Like when your kid like requests like Indian food for his birthday or gumbo. Sure. And yeah. Asher likes fun stuff like Asher that. Asher definitely is like seafood. So he, he will want lobster sushi. Yeah. Or, yeah. Sounds expensive. Yeah, it is. So is Indian food. <laughs> so no, is you make it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I'm not then you got to know sushi. how to cook it. Yeah. Right. And it's a lot cheaper. It's fair. I can yeah. cook some Indian food. I'll yeah. Yeah. So over the last month, I've had a lot of traveling and, uh, yeah. well, I mean, so You're not boasting. a ton here, but you know, there's, there has been a lot of traveling, a lot of food, right? With the holidays and stuff like that. Before the holidays, a lot of traveling. So, um, I had a Pacific Northwest trip. Okay. Last month. And it was awesome. Yeah. Great senior. I know we're talking about geography earlier, Texas and stuff like that. But the geography in the Pacific Northwest, Seattle, Portland, yeah, Boise, amazing. Like flying like right by, you know, the volcanoes and mountains and stuff like that. Sure. Gorgeous. But the food scene up there, right? The Pacific Northwest is known for like food, coffee, beer, all that stuff. Yeah. And so we got to really nerd out and we were hopping around all these cities and trying all this good food. And uh, there's a couple of places that really stood out to me. Um and I also like to influence, I feel like, the guys that I fly with on trying new things. So one of the places in Portland we went to was a Moroccan place. Yeah. Right? A lot of people don't know Morocco. We don't have a Moroccan place here, right? I can't imagine. No. Um, and I got to try, which I've had it before, but it kind of introduced him to like octopus. Like that's okay. like a weird thing mm. for some people, right? Okay. In what I form? love grilled. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's the best thing ever. The first time I ever had octopus was in Monterey, California. It had like the little bitty like cedar plank grilled octopus. It's like so small. You like just like, you know, toss them in your mouth. Little baby octopus. Yeah. And they, it was so good. Is it good. octopi? Uh, nah, I don't know. I don't I don't think so. I don't like seeing Like if octopus. you make it, it make it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat it. You, so. can call, you can call it whatever. Maybe you should try it sometime. I'm going to call it you octopi. Can't it. Just, Have you had it? I mean, I want it. <laughs> It's like a fishy. I don't mind a big no, fish. No, it's not. I've had it's grilled. Actually, I've had grilled squid. It's not fishy at all. It's it's a better texture than squid, even. Yeah, squid can get a little chewy. Yeah, it's it's like a it's a good texture. Like you can get it at any sushi. Most sushi places carry it now. It's hmm. just what's calamari? Huh? Squid. Squid. Yeah, it's squid. That's it's like sliced squid yeah, that's get, fried. Yeah, what we fried. get here is probably not the. I've never had grilled octopi. Yeah, we well, should try it sometime when you travel. Let's I see will. Wichita. Uh, I'm not sure Wichita has it. <laughs> I mean, I travel. I got a great... Dallas, definitely. If you go to a sushi place, you can try it, but it's not grilled, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I'm not afraid How to try How fresh anything. would it be? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. It's probably fresh where you were at. Yeah. Um, probably not fresh in Oklahoma. A good um, <laughs> octopus you can get at Papa Do's even. So if you're ever in Texas... I'm a fan of Papa Do's. They have... T- typically, they have it on the appetizer menu. And it's a pretty big piece of grilled octopus. If you get over like the tentacles, you know, a little suction cup thing on there. there. No. That's on calamari. That's on too. there when they serve yeah. it to you? Well, yeah. You, you eat the the leg, essentially, the tentacle of the octopus. You don't eat the ink box. Yeah. Huh? No. <laughs> I'm just trying to <laughs> so picture that's saying It's on calamari, little suction cups. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see it. good. Them. They don't bother me. 
Yeah, you just, never noticed it before because well, it's it, deep so. fried. So do you get? Yeah, that's, that's fair. Do you get? Do you get irritated when the people you're trying to influence are like, nah? No. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I know it's good. Yeah. You know, I flew with one person. I they um um they don't work there anymore, but I had it, and they're like, I gotta take a picture and send it to my kid. They would never believe that I even like sat down and like had Looked a at cooked it. octopus yeah. next to me. It's interesting. It was kind of funny. Hmm. But you can't knock it till you try it. That's why I'm like, you've got to, you I mean, know. I guess you can. You've got to try it. Is it white? I'm assuming it's white. Yeah. Clear? Yeah. It's white. Yeah. You have a picture? It's Send like, me a picture later. It's not pink. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not pink. No. No. That's like white. cut it with a knife? Just... Yeah. You cut it with a fork. You don't even need a knife. Yeah. It's pretty tender. Yeah. I'd try it. Yeah, you should. I'll so try they have it, it. you know, sushi, how do you know Mediterranean it's places. Like if you're cooking it, how do you know if it's I don't done? Know. I've never cooked Stop it because it's kind of a, you can, I think you can buy it at like one of the Asian grocery stores here. I think they sell it, but I think it's kind of a process to like get it ready to cook. So mm. I, that's a little above my cooking knowledge. So I just eat it when I'm on the road. Yeah. But yeah. Interesting. Try Octopus. That was, so, that was a great stop at the Moroccan place. P&W, you had Octopus. At the where? Pacific Northwest. Oh yeah, yeah. Us locals, we call it. Yeah, P and W. P and I hear you now. P and W. Yeah, yeah. The Pacific Northwest. You had. Yeah, I had no oct- idea what he was saying. You had octopi. Oct- octopi with along a few other different things there that were. What do you were, eat with? Like, what's the side? Um, I think it was like pesto and, and ink. Uh, um, <laughs> pesto with um Clown sweet fish? potatoes and like arugula salad or something like that. Okay. And obviously, we got hummus. I mean, you got like hummus and like oh, fresh yeah. pita. Mm. And I think the other person had like grilled, like some kind of grilled kebabs or something like that. Our diets, our taste buds could not be any more different. <laughs> nah. Maybe. Yeah, so you, you haven't had it yet. Nah. Yeah. You might love it. Will. Unless he learns how to cook it. Yeah. Cooks it for yeah. me. I'm probably not so, going to. Let's take a road we'll trip. Keep, we'll keep going here. So we don't, I don't want to, I don't go too long here, but yeah. So we'll keep go. going to now Boise, Idaho. So yeah. Potatoes. Boise, Idaho. Two of the coolest places I've never would have guessed as in Boise. So we're going, you know, we always yelp where we're going to eat and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, Russian. When okay. have you ever been to a Russian in restaurant? Idaho. I think in, they, I, yeah, I think they have a Idaho. large. I think they have a large Russian. Pop- have you seen? Uh, that's where the Russians invaded Red Dawn. No, I don't know. No, no. Idaho. <laughs> that's not where it was. Colorado or something. No, it's Idaho, Idaho, man. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, anyway, yeah. so well, the, this, the Russians that were left, they set up shop there, and then they have they made borscht. Yeah. So true story. Mm, sure. <laughs> true story. Um, yeah. So we go into this Russian place, and it's the only Russian restaurant there. So I'm not sure. But it was on diners, drivings, and dives. And okay. It was one of those okay. places. There's not too many restaurants where I've been to where I'm like, I don't know what to order. Like, I don't recognize any mm-hmm. of this stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got yeah. you. So we just like literally, like the guy I was with took was a like, suggestion or no, we were like, what's this? order almost all of it oh well let's just try a little bit of everything yeah and we'll just try it so we play ate this place let me see what the name was here if i had a notepad right i've had had borscht alanka russian place and i mean we ate things like you don't know what you ate olivia salad right it's like smoked chicken with sausages potatoes pickles hard hard boiled eggs it's my kind of salad right there (laughs) boy but it's like it's like and like you'd use a chip with it like it's like a A mayonnaise salad dip yeah oh that sounds awesome uh things like a layered salmon (laughs) smoked it's like a layered salad like a dip with like smoked salmon cakes and stuff like that a smoked gouda spread with like mayonnaise and eggs big on dips that yeah (laughs) What else did we get at this place? Um, we ate these like, um, it's like a deep fried 
puff pastry with like some kind of I don't know what kind of meat in it or whatever. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Some like what was your favorite? Well, we the the best was let me see what was it called? Uh, chicken oh, chicken shish kebab. Oh, like different mm, seasonings, yeah. marinated carrot salad. We also had like dumplings. Oh, uh, like that dumplings. with like some kind of like again some kind of meat mixture. Savory in, dumplings, yeah, yeah, in the middle, mm. and it was all like phenomenal. And I've never eaten any of it. Now yeah. I've had I've right I've had kebabs from places, sure, but sure, not like sure. a Russian seasoned cool. influence kebab yeah. in Idaho. In Idaho, so it was really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. that and then for dinner, we found this place that was in a motel. Like there's all <laughs> these nice restaurants, whatever. They said everybody said, hey, you need to go there to eat. I found this place that was in a motel, not a hotel. Motel. We walked doors on the outside. It's like Motel Six, and I'm like doors on the outside, right? I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You don't stay there, just. I'm like, how is this place that legit? Like, so we walk in, and it looks like you're in like the dining area is like the breakfast area at like you know the residence in like just the breakfast area. Like it's a little bar and just like some small tables, nothing fancy. I'm like, we're both like. Well, I mean, reviews Yelp. can't lie, man. Yelp says it's We're awesome. Here. This place just hired up an executive chef, and it's all like farm-to-table food. Very small restaurant. Mm. Uh, very popular. Like, you need a... We were there in the weeknight, but on the weekends, you need a reservation. Is it in Boise? Boise. Yeah. In a motel. I have never... <laughs> so, I had two firsts for myself in Boise. Russian and a motel, farm-to-table... What'd you eat? Dinner. Uh, we had introduced him to beets. First time he had a beet salad. Mm. Was oh, delicious. I like beets. Yeah. I love beets. Mm. Poached salmon, Ooh, which yeah. he was like, I never would have ordered that. And like an airline breast, like chicken breast. Like yeah. that's where they keep like the um, the wing still attached to it or whatever. I think we had root, what they some kind of mushroom risotto or something like that. Yeah. Airline chicken breast. I never yeah. heard that. So that's a term. That's a, some kind of food term. But yeah. Yeah. And it was all it's phenomenal. Cool. Yeah. So Good. it was like fun. It. Yeah, I love it. So new food, new food. Get to try some new stuff. I did. It's like mm-hmm. a normal trip, though. You've taken before. Uh, not that's like a once a year, and I don't think I've done that one. Boise. I think somebody else has. So. That's cool. And my last cool thing that I ate was actually in Tulsa over um, a holiday party, Christmas party, and I had um, antelope, a I, rack of antelope. I've had antelope. Wait, what do you mean a rack? I don't, it was like the rib. Dang, was yeah. there much meat on it? Not a ton. It's kind of like you yeah. know, like a lamb. You know, rack of lamb. You know, you get like probably a, less than that. Though, more. Too. No, it was more. Did it have a? Did it have the hunk at the end or no? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it was the rack of. It would be okay. So it had yeah. the loin still on it. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Did it they was shoot cool. it? I didn't ask the chef. Like if he went oh. out. Yeah. It was at a restaurant. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. you said, it was a party. Uh, Amelia's here in Tulsa. Oh, Amelia's. Yeah. Yeah. Amelia's super good. Super good. Yeah. yeah I've Amelia's seen those things good. everywhere. Like I've seen them at Marfa. Landon and Marfa. I saw them a lot. We see them in South Dakota a lot, but I've never eaten antelope. I've had it. Yeah, it's good. It was very good. I like yeah, to shoot. Super red, the meat was, yeah. like super red. I'd really like mm. to shoot one of those suckers. Yeah. Yeah. Mount it in your wall. So, we put it in your bedroom. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I do I do think it looks like a like a pretty interesting hunt. Yeah. So like you don't have to get up super early. Mm-hmm. They're attracted to things. Like you can like wave a white like flag and they'll kind mm-hmm. of start coming towards you. Yep. Boom. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Yeah. You guys are just cruel. But I've heard it's I've heard it's really good. I've heard it's really yeah, good. I like meat. it. It's good. It's fun. Oh, that's cool. So new food, get to try new things. Mm-hmm. And then we also have other new things in yeah. your life like to maybe talk about for a few minutes. Yeah. So Anthony has been elected to a board, right? Is that the way yeah. you say that? Yeah, I he's guess on so. The, elected he's to on the board, board of yeah. directors. 
I don't know. Yeah, I know. It sounds kind of weird for me. I feel like I'm not worthy of that. So he's already like got this romantic pilot gig and he's Mm -hmm. flying all over the place and now he's on a a board at a at Fancy. a at a uh, what we call it yeah. like a nonprofit yeah. company. Yeah, I think they probably downgraded from the last board <laughs> members, but we'll see. To be determined. So, how many board members are on it total? Um, so some came off. I I want to say there's between seven and nine. I I'm not sure exactly yet. Okay, so we're just That's, getting this going. It's quite right, a bit. First of New Year, yeah. Something so like that. seven or nine, and then and then do they have like? Are you only going to do it for like two years? I think it's it? a three year commitment. Three years. Okay, it's yep. like being an elder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you've got, you know, like a, uh, from my understanding, like a week or a weekly, a monthly, like little kind of meeting. Cool. I think you're required to have like, you know, like an actual board meeting, like once every quarter. Okay. Like that. And so I'm kind of like, I'm kind of winging it. Right. I mean, they've told yeah. me just a few things. I'm kind of not sure exactly what to expect still. You know, I know there's gonna be tough decisions to make. There's probably going to be easy decisions to make. Yeah. There's, you know, uh, you're going to learn a lot about the company. I think there's, sure. you know, there's going to be things, a lot of people are associated with, you know, Project Hope around here. Sure. They're saying, you know, when things change or happen, right, then, you know, you can't always be at front, you know, tell people what's going on, you know, initially. And so you got to be careful with that at certain points before it can, you know, be released. You can tell us. And, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, on this podcast for sure. Uh, but yeah, no, it's exciting. Uh, it's exciting opportunity, especially a... Um, a nonprofit that was actually created at Discovery Church. Sure. I think in 2019, you know, and just have, um, you know, that's worldwide, right? They have, they, so they, um, they care for orphans and they have a, uh, a, a project in, uh, uh, Mexico, Nicaragua and Uganda. Yep. So I kind it was of a world. lot older than that. Did you say 2019? No, for, I say it 14. 2014. I think it was 2014. Yep. Still less newer or young, whatever you want to say. So right, right out of our church, right here in our community, right. The headquarters is right here in our community. I think so. It's, you know, kind of an honor and something special, I think, to uh, be involved with, especially local like that Mm -hmm. and make such an impact. Yeah, it's cool. uh, Worldwide. So I'm looking forward to the opportunity to, you know, see the growth that comes from it, Mm -hmm. the lessons learned, and uh, hopefully be able to help make a difference and keep, you know, Project Hope going and sure. Uh, all that. Now, and Marshall's the, what is his role He's a there? director. The director? Yep, of it, yep. Also a Texas Rangers fan. He is. <laughs> yeah, he loves Texas as much as you that. do. Yeah. I think maybe we can probably get him on here pretty soon. I think, his, I think his wife's parents live where my parents live. Oh, really? I think it's okay. kind of oddly enough. Yeah. Small world. Yeah. Great, yeah, that'd be great, great dude. I love, love to, I love the idea of hearing how this plays out. I think... Um, I worked at a company that was smaller that that had an investment firm come in and purchase, so they had we somewhat involved with that board, and uh, it's interesting uh, to know like there's this group of people that are kind of helping make decisions to kind of guide, mm-hmm. and uh, so I'd I'd love to hear how that kind of works out. Yeah, for I'm you excited. Kind of what what kind of <clears throat> what kind of um, like what are they looking for from you? What mm-hmm. like like your expertise and those kind of things? And yeah, I I love that. I love the idea of stretching yourself. I think it's a mm-hmm. uh, I think it's yep. important. You're going to say something. Yeah, like how often you guys have to meet and what are like some of the expectations? Yeah, so it's once a month. Uh, we're going to have like, you know, some kind of meeting and whatnot. And um, uh, you, you, I think a minimum of once a quarter you have like a legit, you know, meeting and then just kind of on demand or whatnot. Okay. And it's really other than that, it's, you know, you're just support a Project Hope, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you're expected to help give, you know, um, 
you know, donate and stuff like that a little bit. Just be at their um, uh, fundraisers and stuff like that if you can and stuff like that. Just to really just to help promote the organization, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, so a little, I mean, yeah, a little yeah there's like, a commitment for sure. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. like, like but it's like not, you know, the one thing too, it's not like an overwhelming commitment, right? Sure. Where you still have, right, priority of your family and uh, work and some other things where it's like, now I feel like I'm overcommitted to everything where I don't feel like talking to everybody. It's that case, right? Where it's still a self-sustaining running organism, you know, nonprofit, but mm-hmm. you'll be involved monthly, you know. Cool. In, in it. So, and then, I don't know. Here's six months from now, I'll probably have a better answer for you. But yeah, no, I'm just kind of we're love, just kind of in the winging it phase and just kind of learning. And uh, yeah, just, we're looking for sponsors. Yeah. A nonprofit sponsor podcast. I don't know. <laughs> they were and they're I paying think, you think, a huge think, salary, right? I think they're looking for sponsors. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It's probably more like it. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I know they do good things. I know Marshall's a good dude. Yeah, uh, some great people there, and that was another be enjoyable. Some other yeah. great people on the board, and so it just, I thought the opportunity was that was presented was a good one, and yeah. I, with it, man. I think too, and I we can tie this into like just family life a bit. I think I think often when uh, we we talked a little bit about uh, humility a few episodes ago, and and one of the things I said that is important to kind of instill that in your kids is the opportunity to serve, um, and that can happen in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe that this is is one of those ways. So that's really good, mm-hmm. man. It, it's 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 nothing that you're you're not gaining financially. You're not gaining, nope. you know. Matter of fact, it's it's you sacrificing a bit to help, yeah, and and for a good cause. And I mean, we you know we talk about maybe even Lucas like going to school and and pursuing something. Um, after he fin- you know, he already had a bachelor's degree. He's going to get a master's. He wants to he wants to do more in the the public school space. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I think it's it says something to your kids to to mm-hmm. go after things and to go stretch yourself and. It doesn't always work out, but mm-hmm. I think that it's important that they see us do that. Um, yep. and I think the importance uh, of saying, being able to say yes, right? There's also, the, you know, the importance of saying no, right? Oh, yeah. But it's easy to say mm-hmm. no. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there are times, right, that are legitimately like, sure. I, I just, there's, it's a no, mm-hmm. right? And I, I'm a firm believer in that, but I, I'm i to the point now, because I didn't used to be that way, I used to always be just a knower, right? Just no, no, there's no way. Mm-hmm. And now it's like I have to force myself to say no, and that all stems from um, just my faith in God and, sure. and my relationship with Him, and, and the conversations that I've had with Him about my lack of I felt like leadership skills and the willingness to, you know, volunteer or go after opportunities. I was so easy to say no, or my mind flipped, my mindset flipped, where I was like, Hey, I I want opportunities, right, to get better, to be more like Jesus, to maybe lead or influence others, especially right in your um, family life, at your church, yeah. at your workplace and your community. Right. Mm-hmm. And ever since I've had that prayer and conversation with God, he's always put different opportunities that have helped me become better leader, better influence, you know, just overall um, my presence in, in all these things. And those things I mentioned, you know, started with just helping lead my family a little bit better. Right. It was a godly way. Then helping, you know, lead the the youth, right? Influence the youth, serve and volunteer at the youth, small groups, starting small groups, you know, things like that. Podcasts that we're doing, you know, teaching at church a little bit, right? On certain Sundays in the youth. And then now being, you know, the opportunity to help lead in the community on a nonprofit. And that's all come from this God. That's yeah. it. That's None good. of that was presented until then, until I, yeah. it was a firm foundation in God 
and really asked him to, hey, I, I want to see this change in my life. Give me these opportunities. Yep. Yeah, and it's not comfortable. No. More times than not, it's not comfortable. No, nope, like not Put yourself out there. Yep. It's, uh, you know, if you do it in the right way, humbly, right, mm-hmm. then it, it's very rewarding. Yep. I, it's good, man. I, yeah. I, I appreciate that. And I, I'm no expert in any of this, right? It's yeah. not like I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like natural born all this stuff it's no it's like man there's it's very uncomfortable and there's there was one quote from believe it or not craig rochelle he's like he's always his quote was you know you can never fulfill your calling i would say especially god's calling in your comfort zone and that's kind of how i try to think about things and live my life when opportunities come up because i know you're there's no gain no pain right yep uh all that stuff and you've got to get out there uh outside your comfort zone to really learn to grow Sure. I love it. I love it. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy for you. Proud of you. Yeah. It's good. Thanks. It's good. I like it. Lucas? I'm good. You good? I'm good. Mm-hmm. Well, boys, I got nothing else. Hope hope everyone enjoyed this. We'll see you next time.